Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. In case you haven't heard, there's a new ride at Walt Disney World, and that is Tron Light Cycle Run. And today, I'm breaking down all the things you need to know about this long-awaited attraction coming to the Magic Kingdom. What is it? Where is it going to be located? How can you ride it? All the good stuff. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of the ride details, I wanted to give you just a little background on Tron itself. Because if you're like me, you maybe aren't super familiar with the story of Tron. So this ride is based on the Tron film franchise, and the first film came out in 1982 and starred Jeff Bridges as the main character, Kevin Flynn. I'm not going to give you any spoilers because if you haven't seen the movies and you're planning a trip to Disney to ride Tron, I do recommend watching them as part of your lead up to the trip because that can be kind of fun. But basically, Flynn is a video game maker who hacks into his company's system and is transported into the digital world known as The Grid. In 2010, Tron Legacy was released, and the main character of this film is Sam Flynn, who is the son of Kevin Flynn, who also gets transported into the grid for some adventures. Now, if you do decide to check out these movies on Disney+, there's also an animated series called Tron Uprising that you can check out. There's also another film in the works titled Tron Ares that is supposed to be starting filming in the summer of 2023 and to be released in 2025. The story of Tron Light Cycle, the ride itself, takes place after Tron Legacy. The story is that you're transported to the grid for a light cycle race against an enemy team. All right, so now that you have a bit of a backstory, let's get into the details of the ride itself. Tron Light Cycle Run was set to open on April 4th at Magic Kingdom, but Disney announced there would be a soft opening between March 20th and April 2nd. And it's been a long time coming. The ride has been under construction since 2018. It's located in Tomorrowland, right near Space Mountain. There are two entry points to the attraction, one from Tomorrowland near the Space Mountain gift shop and another in Fantasyland near the back of Storybook Circus. Now, right now during the previews, only the Tomorrowland entrance is in use. The ride is a steel motorbike roller coaster, and it's the same ride as the original, which is in Shanghai Disneyland. There, it's called Tron Light Cycle Power Run. The ride uses a virtual queue that works the same way as it typically does for new rides. The virtual queue will open up at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. each day. If you're trying to join the 7 a.m., you'll need to have a Magic Kingdom Park Pass reservation, but you can be anywhere when you're joining the queue. For the 1 p.m. queue, you'll need to have scanned into Magic Kingdom and be located in the Magic Kingdom to join. This will also be a ride that offers an individual lightning lane, which is the pay-per-ride option. The ride is unique in a lot of ways, and one of those ways is that it's the first ride at Walt Disney World that requires loose items to be stored in lockers. 
There's free lockers available, and they need to be used for anything larger than a phone. You'll be able to tap your park ticket or magic band to open the lockers. There's a small compartment on the ride for small things like your phone or sunglasses. The ride vehicles are unique as well. They're motorbike style vehicles. The closest thing you'll find at Disney World would be the vehicles for Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. When you're boarding the ride, you'll climb onto the bike as you would a regular bike, and then rest your shins on the leg brace and kind of lean forward. There are restraints that hold you in place. There's been a lot of talk about the ride vehicles not being size inclusive. There are test vehicles outside the ride for you to test out to see if it's a good fit. One thing to mention is that most people who have had trouble with comfort is more the calf restraints than it is like a chest or waist area issue. There is also a modified ride vehicle, which is like a typical roller coaster seat. It's an upright seat with a lap bar. So that is an option if the regular vehicles won't work for you. But those are limited, so it might just be more of a weight, and you'll want to check in with a cast member. There is a 48-inch height requirement, which is on the high end for Disney attractions. The only other ride at Disney World with the height requirement is Rock and Roller Coaster, and some of the water park attractions as well. This is also the fastest ride at Magic Kingdom, with a top speed of 59 miles per hour. The ride itself is short, only about a minute long. For those who are wondering if the ride is going to be too intense for them, it's going to be the most intense ride at Magic Kingdom, and it's compared in intensity to Rock and Roller Coaster and Expedition Everest, with those two rides considered more intense than Tron. These conversations are always subjective because everybody is different. But this ride doesn't go upside down, and there are no major drops. I'm not going to give a ton of details because I don't like to give spoilers, but if you're nervous and you want to know as much as possible about what the ride does, there are videos you can check out on YouTube and things like that so you can watch them and get a better idea. So this is an exciting addition to Disney World. It fits well with the theme of Tomorrowland. It's another thrill-type ride in a park that offers a lot of attractions and a lot of different levels of attractions. So even if this ride is not your thing, it's another option to spread out the crowd in Magic Kingdom. What'll be interesting to see is whether Seven Dwarfs Mine Train will also still be an individual Lightning Lane attraction or if it'll move to be a regular Genie Plus attraction. If you have a trip coming up and you get to ride, I'd love to hear what you think. And if you have a trip coming up and you need help with your plan, click the link in the show notes and set up a one-on-one planning call with me. I'll help you make sure you have a solid plan in place to hit all your top priorities without the stress. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning.